who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. We talking about practice. are growing out. And the only way the roots grow out every single day and they grow stronger and they grow they grow better is if that we all put our we all water. What? Bro, I'm out, man. Hello there. It's been a long time. We should not have left you without a dope beat to step to. Step two. Step two. Step two. Step two. What's up, KG? What's up, buddy? I do not endorse any of this dance movements that is happening right now, but I'm here. I'm here so I don't get fined. All right. I'm just here so I don't get fined. And who is that, honey? Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch. We did it. We did it. Okay. Um, so for those of you who are just tuning right back in, Teal and I did the weekly pickoff. Yeah. And JD, whilst driving, was like, yo, don't let her go anywhere. I need five minutes. Yes. I need five minutes of your time. Miss so me. this is Chip and Drip. We do this normally on a Monday night. We moved it to tonight. Yes. Um, Why? We normally do our picks on Wednesdays. I just realized <laughs> we made a big deal of it. But we normally pick on Wednesdays. You guys moved to Wednesday. Oh, um, my bad. So cool. Yeah, uh, we moved tonight uh, because of the weird Tuesday football game, which we're going to talk about quite a little bit. I have some Dan Snyder related thoughts, and I know you do too. Yes, um, sir. Uh, real quick, let's see. Adam, hello again. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't get lost here on the interweb, sir. Uh, so we got a lot of great sponsors. The links are in the bio. I don't want to shout them out right now. JD, before she goes sleepy night night on the couch. Yep. <laughs> We know it's going to be in five minutes. I know. In five minutes time, in five minutes time, you will be sleepy night night on the couch behind where Chip is. But before you do that, in our private chat, I have a couple names. I want to call this, I want to call this segment the master journeyman, sports journeyman. All right. So I'm going to tell you a list of players and we're going to talk a little bit about them. All right. Are you ready, Chip? Brother, man, I was born ready. See, that's how ready I am. Oh, my God. There we go. Graphics master. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Number one mm-hmm. journeyman mm-hmm. is going to be Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many teams he played on? Seven. Eight. Keep going. Keep going. Nine. Nine teams. <laughs> Fitz Magic Magic has played on nine teams. The Rams, Bengals, Bills, Titans, Texans, Jets, Bucks, Miami, and Washington football team now. So what do you know about Ryan Javier said 14. Now, wait, here's the the question. Do you know who he is? Um, Can you at least picture a a big uh, characteristic that makes him stand out? Um, is it his nose? It is not his no, nose. He's not Trevor Lawrence. Did you catch our Trevor Lawrence segment and then the Italian cooking segment? I caught all that. That was a dumpster <laughs> fire. <laughs> caught it all though. I couldn't look. It was like a oh Ryan, like a, Patrick, he plays football. He that's a yeah. great start. Yeah, that is yes, a, okay. Yeah, yes. I got it. Is oh wait, is he the one with the neck? Who's that? No. That's Mike Glennon, who the Bears paid $18 million to suck. 
Yeah. He is an actual robber. He is a bank robber. That's what he is. <laughs> Who are you ready? Yes. And by the way, Javier put the answer on the screen. Yeah, yeah, no, I got it's it. It's his beard. He has his humongo beard. He I also went to his face, for. though. That's what that I know him for, his beard. And the fact that he went to Harvard. And he has taco meat all the time. This, this little taco meat out his chest. He's always fixed magic taco meat chest. Ew. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Gross. <laughs> so, right, here's my question. I'm going to kind of turn it a little bit here. Who is the bigger thief, the front office thief in the NFL? Ready? Kirk Cousins. He at least starts. Mike Lennon. Okay. Or Chase Daniel. Who's Chase Daniel? Is he the guy we were just talking about? We had him on in, in the factory for a while. Um, but now he's the backup in uh Kansas City. Wait, who's the bear who's the guy that we were just talking Mike about? Mike Lennon. I think it's Mike him. Lennon. Because I'm, he's played I'm, on a lot of teams and he's made a lot of money for not really doing much of anything. And right? Chase Daniels made a lot of money for playing even less than that. Well, that's insane. I only but not know, $18 million. I only know that because I saw it in a meme oh my God. on his neck. Did you see that meme, higher and JD, higher? Where All right, I'm going to pull this up because they did my man. I'm not my man. They did this guy so dirty. So anyway, JD, who is the bigger front office thief? Glennon. Okay. Easy. Oh, it's an easy thing. Because we would never even know about this other guy, honestly. I, I mean, if he didn't play on the Eagles at one point, I would never know who he was. Oh, really? All right, well. There it is. Oh, I found it. Don't worry. So I'm going to share my screen with you real quick. They did this guy so dirty. Are you ready? Yeah. Go do it. Uh-oh. I'm getting nervous. Where I is might it? poop myself. There you go. <laughs> I might poop. <laughs> That's how I know who he is because of that. Hey, I'm not even trying to be funny right now, bro. But he he looks like Charlie Villanueva. Like where his fuck? Where his eyebrows? Like, where well, his yeah, eyebrows? and what's even worse is like I didn't realize he's not bald. I think his hair is just really blonde. blonde. He looks it's like Charlie terrible. Villanueva. It's terrible. See, look, there it is with all the money. Sure. I'm going to have to get past all of his neck. Hang on. If you pull up a picture of Charlie Villanueva, you will see. This is what a black. He's like a a black. He's like a black uh, albino with no eyebrows. (laughs) You see him. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I got to get back to it. Hang on. Hold on. These wait, two like the brothers. And that. Which one do you want me to put up? This one. Okay. Anyone. It doesn't matter. Oh my gosh. It's not the uh, the contract situation though. No, it's not. But it is. He he might also be a journeyman too, but it's like he stayed. He out was definitely a journeyman. But um, wait, did he shoot? Like, does he not have? He doesn't have. Does, does he, he has alopecia? <laughs> yeah, it was just. <laughs> So, JD's got bronchitis. <laughs> so I used to, I used to be on a show. I used to have my, one of my shows was called my fr- one of my shows was called UFO. He looks just like one of the little aliens that we had as our like mascot. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Oh, he's got really nice teeth. All right, enough of that. He's got, so, he got dollar. He's, what's the, what's the, the dollar? Was it of the smile, smile direct? Plug? Smile direct. Smile direct. He's got smile direct. Shameless plug. Yeah. Um, 
What's up, Javier? Long time to talk to. So yeah, the Mike Lennon, that meme absolutely killed me. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, he's coming up on the journeyman. So he's played for six teams. And again, got paid $18 million by the Bears. All right, Tilly, you ready <laughs> for the next one? All right. So sure. we're doing it, homie. Put the banner back up so people know what we're talking about. We're not just talking about long necks. Do you know? <laughs> do you know who Shaquille O'Neal is? Shaq O'Neal, yes. Shaquille O'Neal, yes. Okay. I do. Shaquillen. Where's Shaquillen at? Shaquillen. Jacqueline. Balake. You want to go Balake? <laughs> you mean Blake? He's like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. Wait, that's my dad's name. And so we got my mom a shirt that says, do you want to go to war, Balake? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal. I'm familiar. Okay. So you are you familiar with the general? Like the court Where commercial? you go to the general and save some time. Yeah. So he's been on. I looked this up. This is a fun fact. Shaquille O'Neal is associated with just as many brands as he is with the just as many teams as he's played on. What's that thing that he does this for? The shimmy? Yeah. I yeah, but it's like a, And then there's the cat. And the cat's like he, all up in the face, too. It's a, no, it's something that he's eating. He's like eating. Isn't he Domino's? Maybe that's it. And that's a brand. See? So he's, he's got Domino's, The General, again. Icy Hot. I'm not going to keep that because I'm going to give it away if I keep naming them. So how right. many teams do you think he's been on? Seven. Damn. That's good. <laughs> My so, favorite is the time he spent on the Suns and the Celtics. Because there was no why? reason to be on either of those teams. No. He fell in slow motion one time. He was like, uh. Oh. Was this was this after he left the Lakers? Yes, okay. yes. He he Very turned much. he he ended his career with uh, these teams. Yeah. So he fell one time when he played Papa with John's. The Papa John's. Thank you, Adam. Mm. Papa John's. Sorry. Yeah, Papa John's. It's all crap pizza. Talk to the Italian about the pizza. Listen, I don't. You know what my favorite pizza is? You guys are gonna get super mad at me. Pizza Hut. I'm a pizza Hut guy. Yeah. Hold on, Pizza Hut's the OG pizza, though. Because you know how you used to go to the book club, and if you read so many Fact. books, you used to get pizza. And no right? one ever read that number of books. It doesn't it matter. Your mom, your mom, was, your mom was signing the paper, though, because she wanted you to get a free pizza. You get that, awesome. pre, that free personal pan. Yeah, it's true. But and my favorite reason, pizza. Yeah. My favorite pizza is the thin crust, though. Like, super thin. It's like you eat it on a cracker. That's right. That's right, because it's not Chicago deep dish, which is pie. I'm sorry. Wait, do you, we have a new audience. Do you want to talk about the Italian pasta I pie? I do not. I do not want to talk about the I saw, Italian pasta pie. I saw that. That, and I do not want to knock our viewership down from telling that story because people. I feel like people were turned. Like you turned. It was a funny story because you told it. But like, if either one of us try to tell that story, we're gonna lose ratings immediately. <laughs> like, like, I'm, like, right. what are I'm not telling it. Okay. Point is, Javier's going. Please don't tell it again. <laughs> No, I will not be sharing that. That's, Watch that's it back story. on replay. Watch it back on replay. The other show from yeah. earlier today. Go check them out. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna get you at one more. Okay. You you may not know this young fellow. All right. Uh huh. He may actually you may know him. He played for this the 76ers at one point. Okay. He used to go by the name Superman. Okay. And he who's he who's he say? Go ahead. He said that's Dwight Howard. I'm not, I'm not saying anything. It's Dwight. How many teams do you think Dwight Howard played on? Uh, seven. I really like the number seven today. 
are you counting? <laughs> I'm reading one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, it could be seven. Seven or eight. seven or six. Seven. Think of seven. 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 Magic Lakers, Rockets, Hawks, Hornets, Wizards, 76ers. And then back to the Lakers again. Doesn't count. That counts. It's still the same team. I mean, I, I, I'm just telling you the, the journeyman. <laughs> the journeyman. Yeah. Of him. And he went full circle. He's a circle. No, he would go full circle if he I went. know. I know who Dwight he Howard to go back is. To Orlando. Back to the Magic. Right. Go back yeah, to Orlando. But I mean, like, you know, he returned to another team. He's a circle, not like a triangle. A triangle, Hakonas. <laughs> the, the white around your lip. <laughs> Javier would like to know how you're not ready for your own questions. I am ready for my own questions. But I gotta read. Reading is fundamental, bro. Yeah, that's why we hit the pizza parties. What's wrong with this guy? That's why we get Pizza Hut pizza. What's wrong pizza Hut pizza. pizza. You can't. And then I have an honorable mention, but he is the one person that we're actually not poking fun at. No. For this one. Who is so that? Robert, well, Big Shot Bob, aka uh-huh. Robert Ori. Robert Ori is not technically a journeyman, journeyman, but he is. He's a he's a championship journeyman. He won four champ. Well, he won seven championships with three of the four teams he played with. He won with the Rockets. He won with the uh, the Lakers and the Spurs. But he also played with the Suns. And if I did my research correctly, when he was with the Suns, they made it to the Western Conference semi. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I think so too. So he's almost won. Eight championships. That's a lot of championships. Yeah, it, it is. is. See some of these guys come around. The the number though, the, that's the number of the evening is seven. Seven. Yeah. See? Seven rings. Seven. And here's the thing: like he, it wasn't just like he was on the team. He oh, was no. a key contributor to those teams. Yeah. Hit big shots. Which I totally knew, guys. I totally knew that. Okay. But I knew who well, Dwight Howard is and Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> I do have to ask you a question, Tila, before I let you go go to sleep. Yes. In your life, this is going to be a good one. So we know that a journeyman is a person who goes many, many places and does many, many things. Yes. This can be a person from sports or this can be a person in just like entertainment. Who has been a lot of places that you would think of a journeyman (laughs) and rock them all? It can be music too, because I know you guys are music people. You both, yeah. Can a lot of places. It could be in multiple bands. It could have been with multiple partners. Like you know, we like <laughs> Kim Kardashian. No, I was just say Kim Her vagina is a journeyman. Her vagina. Like that family in <laughs> itself should be the journeyman in the NBA. They are. I mean, it's true. When they can play Hollywood Squares with their with their never mind. Stop it. <laughs> Stop. Stop it. Um, oh my god, I don't know. That's really difficult. Javier, I think, wins it actually. So put on the spot though. No. The Rock. Yeah. He's been That's a movies. great yeah, answer, Javier. He is he spans all all types of entertainment. He, he's in universally itself. known. Yeah. Are you guys ready I, for my answer? I adore him. I'm jumping so on this much. bandwagon. I'm rolling with the rock. I agree I'll give with you that. that. I got one bigger than better than that. Now I gotta think. Are you ready? Is um, it you? No, no, no. I've been a lot of places though. Are you ready? So ready. J Lo. Oh, I agree with that too. I saw her in concert last year. She was unbelievable. She's had multiple partners that are famous. She's had multiple husbands. She's had multiple children. 
She's had multiple careers. She's had mm -hmm. multiple movies. The she same also was a fly girl. Yes, she was. Um, but like that, not as big, but in general, I mean, he's local to us as Bradley Cooper. Because not only can he sing, he can act, he produces, he stars in a whole bunch of different stuff. He's got, he's dated a lot of models. Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio. That's another one. He goes off on his, um, on like his eco-friendly things now too. Yeah. There's a lot of people because you don't have to stay in one lane. I would not say Rob Gronkowski because we've seen him act. He's not an actor. Nah. He's just as but, dumb as he is in real life. So, I mean, he's not but, really doing No, yeah, no, he's not. Do you know that? He's like, was he not summa cum laude and or whatever? He and went to Arizona State University? No, like he's smart. What did I don't he, he got it. some crazy number on his SATs too? Let's find out. I'm Somebody else took you. I am telling you, he's actually Somebody smart. else took it from Tila. Like, don't believe half the shit you read and half the shit you see too. I'm, I'm telling you, he really, he really did. Twitter is not a real place. No, he did not. Mm -hmm. Now he got, he graduated high school with a three point seven five. That's cool. That's good. But he scored a fifteen sixty at a twenty four hundred. I did That's that not shit. Good. No, I did that shit when I went drunk to the SAT. Yeah, but he's like he's actually smarter than he lets on. It's all an act, kind of like um, Jessica Simpson's another one. Actually, she's actually a really good journeyman because she was a singer. She was kind of an actress. She does. She wrote a book. She's got. She was married to Nick Lachey, and then Eric Johnson or whatever. I think he's a football player. He was a football player. Um, and then she's got a very lucrative business for in like clothing and stuff now, big time. But he's. I think he's pretty smart. And so, like, he's doing this in that way. Again, I do not like the USAA commercials that he's in. Yeah, because I'm a military member and no, he can't get his ass in. Thank you. And, That's like, what she but said. USAA a paid for that, for him to do that. And I'm like, for what? It just makes him look like a jerk. He's an idiot. I, what do you want me to do? I just happen to be on the Twitter over here. On the Twitter. Sean Puffy Combs. He bought back. He he bought back. He bought back Sean John. Yes, he did. Actor, musician. That's true. Producer, fashion icon. True. What what movie was he in? Uh, wait a minute. Terry Crews as well. Terry Crews. Terry wait, Crews is my. Nope, my nope, he was nope. in Get Him. Do you the don't like? Hold on. You wait. don't like Terry Crews? No, Why? I hate Terry Crews. Because I, I love feel like him. he's. I feel like he's super corny. Like he's cornier to me than Kevin Hart. So like he isn't. He is, but I love him. And I, I understand that most women do love Terry Crews. Anybody that can jump your chesticles up well, in the no, air. Well, no, not even for that. But like, but think about it. He played football. You know, he acts. He's he a, barely he's like played a, football. He's I know. That's why I said football. That's he's like a, the Rock, who also played football. He's a classically trained flute player. In all seriousness, he's a host. He does all these different things. So he's somebody that's really. Gone a lot of places. Then we gotta say Nick Cannon, and we gotta say um, Nick Cannon Nick has Kevin been Hart. in a lot of people. <laughs> that does not mean he's left babies in a lot of people. There's a difference. He oh uh, yeah, he he he's has like twelve kids or something. Yeah, seven, and I think four in one year, something like that. Crazy good, number. Yeah. Um, he was in the movie. Uh, Puffy was in a movie called Get Him to the Greek, which is one of the funniest movies I have ever seen in oh, my yeah. life. His yeah. part was so little, though. He only had like four lines. Doesn't matter. He was in there. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. Um, okay. Javier, I don't. John I can't Cena. Say this. I'm not mad about I can't him. say this because I've never seen him. Oh, I you agree got with that. Idiot. 
I'm done. I'm done. No, you know what? Um, we there's somebody that we know whose child um unfortunately passed away, but yep. was a huge wrestling fan, huge John Cena fan. And for his like make a wish, he got to meet John Cena. And John Cena wore his like bands and stuff and wore them out while he did like the, while he wrestled and did this stuff. He, th- that man is a huge humanitarian. That's a good yeah, man. That's a great one. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I'll take that. I'll take a John Cena and I'll take the, I'll take that one time. I don't know if I'm supposed to do that. How many times? How many times? We had to do that for him. That's, that's a meaningful uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, want you yeah, you were. So. I know. I switched you to Booker. I switched, no, I switched to Booker T. Oh no. Okay, then. Then my last two are Beyonce and Jay Z. I think that they both are journeymen. I think Beyonce's a journeyman. I don't think Jay Z's as much of a journeyman as he her. Owns multiple things. No, I know, but not. She's a boss. Like she. She I mean, has a power journey. couple. You can't say that. I mean, no, there's always going to be one person that's more popular than the oh, other. Oh, for sure. For she sure. has to be Serena over Venus. No, that's no. true. I mean, Venus did it first, Serena did it better. They're both why, great. Why, why, why we got to do that? Why we got to do this to them? Like, you know, know what I'm saying? it's your topic. Yeah, I mean, but your you question. Didn't, he didn't ask who he pit against each other, he just asked who. It's a journeyman. Quite a journey. You know what? Next week, if nothing big happens in the sports world, which it will, of course, it will. I'm going to create a chip and, gi- chip and drip <laughs> celebrity death match bracket. <gasps> oh, God. Are you, in, away from it. Are you in, brother? I don't have a choice, Rick Steiner. Just <laughs> 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 don't cut that thing back in your face, and I'll do anything you ask me to do. And she starts and comes back out. No, please no. don't. It <laughs> no. does not. Because then you She will outside. divorce you. She Why? already will. told me she'll divorce you. Would it hurt? He knows when we were at the bar. I was like, I do not approve of this. She <laughs> won't divorce you. It was my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not. it was not a good look. Would oh you God. kiss him with it? She it was, did not. Ba- barely. Like it was look. not. Because then you let, he let the whisker. It was just not cute. My wife won't let me keep a mustache either, so I'm, I keep it pretty low over here. Yeah, this is like a solid like. Even though a black man without a like, mustache, you cannot trust. Like if you, if you ever see a black man without a mustache, you should not trust him. My He's favorite, clearly really. uh, my favorite, my favorite black man has a thin one. Oh, from a uh, new girl. Yeah. You talk Damon Wayans. Lamorne, Lamorne Morris, love him. No, but my absolute, absolute, absolute favorite know. is um, what's his name? The other one who plays coach. Um, Damon Wayne Jr. Oh, I love that man. Love that LL man. Cool J LL Cool puts J every does, black man okay, in this yeah, yes. in this category. LL Cool J is unbelievable. Him and Shamar I, Moore don't age for whatever reason. Like, I'm um, not really Shamar sure. Shamar Moore done. is fantastic. He's a fantastic specimen. He doesn't do a lot of other things like other than act. I was a fan. How you said have that. you seen him? I have, but the way you said that was awkward. They don't age. There's something wrong with them. There might be cyborgs. Like he, they he look is. better now at like fifty and damn near sixty years old than they did when they were in their twenties. Yeah, weird. but so does like Jennifer Aniston and J Lo. Jennifer Aniston. Well, Jennifer Aniston has, has had a lot of work. A lot of work done. Work. Lately, yeah. J Lo definitely has had work done, even though she says she hasn't. She has, but so minimal. She looks amazing. She's she is perfection. She is. She's gorgeous. And then you and Sarah get stuck with us, and we're I'm aging like wine. I'm just gonna be honest with you. Black don't crack. I'm still good. It's true. This one. <laughs> he finally looks up. 20. I guess it finally happened. 
I did it. I want to be a real boy. I want to be a dentist. <laughs> oh God. See, thank oh you for staying. No, on. I'm not. I can't, Adam. I can't give you no, this one. No, I will not give you Mariah. Have Carey. you seen glitter? Because I have. <laughs> That's why JLo almost doesn't make the list. Because of Geely. Uh, excuse me. She's had like so many more other movies than but that. But Geely is one that stands out. Have you ever seen the movie Enough, where she beats the shit out of the guy that beats her? I turned on Geely and had enough of that about two minutes in. No. Listen. Geely was bad, but it was also bad for Ben Affleck as well. And he we True. let him live. So technically we got to let him live. It didn't have Matt Damon in it, so he didn't get the pass on that. Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> you are a fantastic actor. Durka Durka. Muhammad Jihad. Durka okay. Durka. Can... <laughs> America, America. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you guys are out of control. This is what happens when we let you guys stay up too late. I know. This, see, this is what happens to me. Look, I'm taking this out. You can have it. I'm going to duck out of here. So Just you guys to can get talk the about how great the Eagles she's, played. She's like a French egg. She's had he enough. <laughs> you guys are disgusting. But that's just egg, egg. Stop ruining my yolk. <laughs> I crack everybody up. All right. Oh, back. God. We're going to lose oh, all of our viewers. We're going to lose so many viewers. No, so, not. sports things happen. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Um, I absolutely hate Dan Snyder. Let's go. So the Phil- so the Philadelphia Eagles played a game on a Tuesday. They turned yes. up on a Tuesday because Dan Snyder owns the NFL. I don't know how he did it, but he somehow owns the NFL. Okay, right. So I put this all together. I was I was very angry on a. What's today? The 22nd. I was very angry yesterday at 1.40. Now, mind you, this is after they postponed the game because of a huge COVID outbreak in Washington. Yes. So I put this up there. I said, so let me get a couple things straight. And then I want to know your points on this, J.D. The Philadelphia Eagles game was postponed because of the Washington NFL's COVID issues. Okay. It was 1.38 and there were players waiting on a tarmac to fly if they had negative COVID tests. One. However, according to the policy, they needed to have two negative COVID tests and the Ram Seattle game had a 1 PM cutoff. Now, again, that's the whole East coast, West coast thing. It should have been 4 PM fine, which leads me to my next point. What this says to me is that Dan Snyder has an overwhelming amount of power over the NFL commissioner. See the fact that there are millions and thousands of emails that got John Gruden fired. Who's not even a part of the organization. Something has to be done. The playing field and the entire field isn't level. There's literally poop raining from the ceilings and it is becoming a noticeable problem. I am absolutely furious that the Philadelphia Eagles had to play. Now we'll have to play three games in 13 days that are all important games. How does Dan Snyder continue to get away with this? Well, it's there's a saying where I'm from. Um, when you when you know where the body, they always say like John <laughs> Jim Boy always knew where the bodies were buried. So when Jim, when Jimbo when Jimbo knows where the bodies are buried, you can never go after Jimbo, even if Jimbo does something bad. Because what's going to come after that is going to be worse. And most people fear the thing that comes after whatever it is. Like, am I saying that? Am I saying that like he, you know, should be fired? Yes, I think he should not have any place in the NFL. He That's already has all of those sexual allegations against him. It's why his wife is running the team. 
We had yeah. Rio Robinson on our show, and we were talking about the idea of his wife runs the organization, and they have to sneak him in. This is Rio is a guy who is an actual Washington. He's a vlogger for Washington football team. He is in the stadium there every single week. He sees it firsthand, and he was shitting all over the owner. It blows my mind that this guy, like you said, knows where the body is buried. And like Johnny, you was saying, is gargling Goodell's nerds, and that's why. But it's got to be more than that because Jerry Jones does yeah. that. Jerry Jones does that. Well, he doesn't. Al Davis did that. I don't really. Okay, so I need to say this about the Cowboys. I never want to say anything positive about the Cowboys. But I, you know what I have to respect out of Jerry Jones is Jerry Jones throws his money at everything. He, yeah. he throws his money and just sure nads. He just lays them on the table. Like, hey, bro, we're the Cowboys. This star is going to represent us. <laughs> we're going to call ourselves the America's team. Everybody's Everything's bigger in Texas. Everything. Nads are huge. And you got poor Dan Snyder up there and watched the football team land. He had a Native American name running around with it for damn near 40 years. Mm-hmm. And then they finally get rid of it. And they're such they're such cowards. They refuse to pick another name because they wanted everybody to just say that ridiculous Washington football team instead of just picking a damn mascot. Pick a damn mascot. Like which I don't by the go- way, if you look at the Cleveland Guardians baseball team, they did the thing because they were the Cleveland Indians. They got the same conversation about them. They changed it. They rolled out a change. It got shit all over. They let it simmer for a while. And then as soon as the season ended, they started rolling out the new merchandise. I'm just saying, it's two years of us all running around saying the Washington damn football team. And if I have to say that shit for one more year, I'm just going to make up a new name for them. And I'm just going to see if they're they're not from everything that I've heard from my, my contacts in the Washington area, including Rio. They have it simmered down now to like two or three. Um, I think the Wolves is where it's going to end up being. It's still a Native American thing. But it's more about the 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 culture rather than a derogatory slur. Listen, they don't need to be a part of the culture. There's no part of Washington, D.C. that makes me think of Native Americans. Like, you don't need to use that. Find your own name. Why don't you think you're saying the Capitals or something? Like, you could be because the there's already that in hockey. So, in Washington, there is already the Washington Capitals for hockey. There is already the Washington Nationals for baseball. Yep. There's the Washington Wizards. Okay. I just wanted to say that because I like Wizards. You're a wizard, <laughs> you're a wizard Harry. Um, you're a wizard, Harry. So, they can't go more with the patriotic route. It's so overplayed. Want to see Washington, Washington flags, and then walk away. So knowing what we know, because we're cynical people, any mm-hmm. team and fan base that has to play them mm-hmm. and gives them the L is also going to take one away. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that <laughs> won't work. Marketing would be a bitch. That would be great. They just they would just fall into the place they're supposed to be in anyway. The right, Washington, Washington presidents. No, because automatic as soon as you bring here's my thing. As soon as you bring politics, I tell this to my students. As soon as you bring politics into something, you automatically divide it right away. Because you either agree with the politics or you disagree with the politics. So it's an automatic divide. You want a name that unites people. That's why apparently the the, the Redskins was a great one. It's a terrible name. 
It was a terrible name. And you have to look at the other Native American franchises, like the Blackhawks. But at least that's talking about a tribe. And the Blackhawks are also planes as well, by the way. Just don't Right. Way. Now, I mean, the logo is a, a Native American. It's clearly a Native American. But you know, if you Florida take State it. Seminoles, you're not insulting them. You're literally saying this is a group of people. It is different. And then the is the place that these places are like Tallahassee is also a Native American like city like you know they right. I think they try to lift it. I don't know anything Native American about Washington D.C. except for the fact that that's where they signed the laws to kick the Native Americans off their land or steal all their land, right? Or murder and pillage their villages. I don't know. Right. I don't know. I don't know why that would have even been associated with that city or that town yeah i mean look i think that the red wolves is an idea that's one thing they're, they're possibly talking about the the red wolves they were talking they were talking about like the airmen for a while like the tuskegee airmen you know to bring some they of don't the, want to you know, be associated with them either right but like the african-american culture and all like they were they were trying they were really did try a couple of things however they got to pick something i cannot call them the football team anymore that is moronic I'm and, I don't want to be. And as you're saying, it's you know they're the WTF in the in his book after this. I don't want to be associated with them whatsoever. With Dan Snyder, any of his shenanigans, his wife, any of her Giselle Maxine type shenanigans, because I know that you know love your abuser was it Stockholm syndrome? She's definitely yeah. a Stockholm syndrome type. One hundred percent. But think about how much money he has provided for that you know that that group of people. For, I'm care. talking about the people who have bought into his franchise. But the issue is that it never goes back to the people. There is literally dookie raining from the ceiling. I don't have time to go spend any more time on Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder is a POS. He's always going to be a POS. I don't like to watch the football team. And I'm not even an NFC East actual team person. Like, I don't. I'm not an Eagles fan, but I don't. I want the Eagles to win. I don't like the Cowboys, and I really don't care for the Giants. So at this point in the game, if I got to take the lesser of the two evils, go Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Okay. So during our conversations then today, I sent you something, and I mm -hmm. said, I'm going to bring this up tonight. And you were Please. like, eh. I didn't say, mm. I said, hmm. Mm. Like, Sorry, I couldn't read the text thoughts. Hmm. So... Here we go. We are now in a situation where multiple games have been pushed back and the product of these games is not as good anymore. Right. You cannot tell me that the marquee matchup of Jalen Hurts versus Garrett Gilbert sold a lot of tickets last night. Oh, it did. Because of what it means for – because it's what it means for the, for the Eagles – it's so close to playoff time that these teams are making a push. They're going to show True. up no matter who plays. Like they, they were people were actually mad that they got some of their players back. Like they were like, <laughs> right. But my point is, those are those are Eagles fans. Like you, instead of dealing with like, okay, we're going to have a five o'clock game and an eight o'clock game, they went Get this shit done. Put both games at seven o'clock. Yeah. I mean, I didn't care. I mean, it's not like the the Rams game was a great game. Like, No, it was also a bad game. But my question is because the NHL is already doing this, right? So the NHL just shut down um, for, for a week, for a week for COVID. Um, however, 
the big news that I discovered today Uh-oh. is I'm going to put it on the screen. This is hockey. We're talking a little hockey up in here. I know nothing okay. about it. What's that? I know nothing about so it. So the NHL normally for the Winter Olympics gives about He's a two-week break. They give about a two-week break so that the NHL players can go home and represent their countries. Okay? Okay. Because there are already over 50 games that have to be rescheduled, there is no Olympic break this year. They are going to play games for the NHL during that time. Okay. The NBA has rescheduled a slew of games. Is it time, especially in the NFL, to do a COVID shutdown for a little bit? You can't. I know you can't. I'm not saying will you. I'm saying should they. No, because you can't. Like you, just, you even if you wanted to, like people, if you shut down, if you shut down sports again, people are going to go back into to COVID scare mode. Like that's that's what got us through a lot of the COVID stuff. I know for me, I'm a sports guy. Like when mm-hmm. the NBA came back in the bubble, like I felt like life was kind of normal again. You take sports away, people are that are people that are already kind of on edge again. Even with seeing their family for the holidays, they're going to go on a rampage like if you stop christmas games from happening on saturday on saturday afternoon let's say they shut it down tomorrow so we're going to go on for two weeks no games dude there will be mass chaos because then every other league that's not doing it will be looked at like oh you don't care about your players well the nhl is already doing it so aren't we already starting to have this conversation nobody cares about it i mean i'm gonna be honest with you i know they don't if you're nhl like and to be honest with you we haven't had baseball and and i haven't even thought about baseball and i don't know when Really well, baseball's on strike. Baseball's on strike. Right. But I'm saying, like, we haven't had it, and I haven't thought about it, like, not having it. I'm only wearing the red hat because it matches my Christmas ensemble. I did see that. That was a very good, very good ensemble. But good. nobody's thinking about baseball not being there. And regardless of whatever the reasoning is for it, nobody cares. If hockey stopped, you will have hockey people that care. But as long as the Eagles are playing in this town, they wouldn't give a shit if the Flyers played or not. Flyers have one shit anyway. So the only people that you're going to catch hell from is the people who've been winning. True. And the Flyers are a really bad team right now. So uh, look, I don't want them to shut down sports. I think that enough people are vaccinated and boosted and everything, but it's, it's, it merits a conversation. It merits a conversation is my point. And here's when sports came back. See, I was, I was torn, right? Because I did, you know, a sports podcast you know, I I talk sports all the time, but it was too rushed and too early for them to come back. The fact that that was the priority was wrong. I don't – it's Chip. I see that's why I'm more different from you on this because – Right. Every so often in the world, you'll have so, you have the haves and the have-nots. Sure. NBA players, NFL players, and even NHL and MLB players are the haves. And the people who are home watching from their couches or whatever are the have-nots. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the inspiration of the haves can affect the have-nots. And like I said already, we was already at a really bad spot for most people. People have been in there. We were mentally forever. for sure. Yeah, so I think, honestly, yes, it probably they probably did come back too early. 
But I think it was a necessary evil because people needed to see some type of normalcy outside of turning on their TV every day and looking at the numbers of COVID cases going up every day. Like, it gave you something else to look forward to outside of binge watching with your wife every single day. And I get that. I, I really do. I totally understand that point specifically. But again, we were in a time when people weren't getting vaccinated because there was no vaccine yet. We were dealing with, you know, civil unrest at that time. Just putting sports back as a distraction. Yeah, I'm glad that they did it. But Chip, was it really a distraction? Because when you turn on your TV, the civil unrest, they were still protesting about that stuff. It wasn't like it was going unsaid. Like, I mean, the COVID stuff was still going on. We watched them, you know, wear masks before transit back and forth. We actually watched them kind of carry on responsibly. Like they they quarantined. Some of them, for sure. Like quarantine, even UFC. UFC went to an island in Dubai. You know, NBA, they went on, like they went to... You know, somewhere in Florida, like in Orlando, they had their own little. And if somebody violated it, they got kicked the hell out. Right. So now we're sitting here, you know, two and a half, almost two and a half years in to the whole COVID thing. And they're going back on their like the memo that went out was if your team cannot field a team, you forfeit mm-hmm. the game and you pay those checks. So all of a sudden it's Dan Snyder involved. And again, I'm bringing him back up. It's Dan Snyder involved. It's a Los Angeles team involved. It's Cleveland and their big money markets because of the players that they like. It's you made, you went back on it. So now who's to say that you're going to follow? You even got the NFLPA to change the rules of the yep. COVID protocols so that you wouldn't have an issue anymore. And that is the problem. That is the problem. Because what that does is it sets a nasty precedent going forward. It tells yeah. you. Is if hey, if you're LeBron James or you're uh whoever the top guy in the NFL, if you're Patrick Mahomes or whoever in the NFL, we will make these provisions. But that's always been that way, Chip. Like if you I know that back, if you look at Aaron like, Rodgers did not get punished. Aaron Rodgers did not get punished. The same way team, that Antonio Brown did. But listen, check this out. The fact of the matter that Aaron Rodgers' team still had to play without him, and they literally have been moving games to like help other players play. Shows you their their supreme disdain for Aaron Rodgers. I know people say oh, yeah. he's like this goat. They hate him though. Like they hate him. Like nobody really wants him to win. They know he's going to probably win some games, and they're just hoping that he loses the big one. Like you know what I'm saying? It wouldn't Richie surprise will. me. He consistently does that. He's kind of that's his mo. Just like the Cowboys, they're gonna they're gonna win all these games in the regular season. They're gonna probably get to the first round. They're probably gonna get beat. The shit beat out of them in the first round. Hopefully that might, by the Eagles. Hopefully by the Eagles. I don't think it'd be the first round, but it could be if they're the two and we're the seven. That'd be great. That's a first get, round matchup. You get two Cowboys and you get two Cowboys uh, back, to back, back to back weeks. I'm not mad at Adam saying he kind of agrees with us about being safe for the players and the fans too. There's now a couple games where they're they in Canada were like, nope, no fans in this game. We'll still let the game play, but no fans. Like they're they're doing everything that they can, but the question just comes in. Should you just shut it down? And you're saying no, and I agree with you. I know you can't, but then you got a story like this coming. Again, we're switching to college football, right? The Gator Bowl. No one cares about this. I know that, but Wake Forest had a ten and three record, and they can't find a team to play in a bowl game. First of all, nobody they don't want to play Clemson. They don't want to play some of these teams they would have played. Like, who were they supposed to play? Do you remember? Uh, I do not. Let me find out. Who was the Gator Bowl between? 
Texas A&M. Okay. And then, so eight hours ago, I said, hold on, Rutgers stepping in to replace Texas A&M. Why in the hell would Rutgers step in with them being like, they weren't even ranked this year. Texas A&M withdrew because of COVID issues. According to NewJersey.com, it's going to be Rutgers that replaces it. That's stupid. Because you should replace them with a suitable team. Like that team that was ranked. You mean not a team that's five and seven? Hell no. You just basically give them a championship. You're just get, that's a and to me to be honest with you, the Gator Bowl is one of the better bowl games. Like right. You know, it's not that Texas think, AM, that Texas AM Wake Forest game would have been good. I doubt it, but yeah. All right, I'm trying to be nice. That would have been trash too, but you know, it is what it is. You know, I, I just I just feel like I, at the end of the day, I agree with you, Chip. Like they should be doing something, but at the end of the day, there's not a whole lot you can do. It's either quarantine people again, or we gotta learn to live with it. Like we talk, we're gonna have to just learn to live with it. I'm gonna be honest with you. I hate saying it like that, but we're gonna have to learn to 100%. live with COVID. And 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 it may be from now until we all get like this herd immunity, or until everybody's body just doesn't react when we get it. We just have to live with it. We have to continue to go. When you get your when you get your positive test, you gotta stay at home for two weeks or whatever, like however long it is. Like I don't know. Like I don't have an answer, and I don't think anybody has an answer. I just think we're all trying to figure it out on the fly. I think there's a lot of smoke being blown up our butts. But, I mean, end of the day, like, what happens when we get diarrhea and all that smoke's been blown up our butt? Uh, then you got a shitstorm, which we already have. Shitstorm. Shitstorm, bruh. Shitstorm. Shitstorm. I don't know. I, I Look, I knew I was going to ask you this question, but the fact of the matter is it's a realistic question, even though the answer is not changing. The answer no. is unrealistic, but I think it's a realistic question. What do you do? I mean, you're. I mean, okay. Let's 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 play. Let's play NFL. Let's play Roger Goodell for right now for a little bit. Okay. We we know what's happening. We see what's coming down the pipeline. We've already been here before. We've seen this movie. We got the T-shirt. Um, what do you do? Do you just wait till it gets so bad that nobody can do anything, or you just let it the two weeks go by? People just get it, and hopefully they can't get it anymore. Here's the issue. It's already, if you have four games or three games, excuse me, three games ahead to move, it's already getting bad. And now it's going after some of the bigger names. I'm not going to say talents, the bigger names in the league. So Travis Kelsey has it. Jared Goff has it. So now the lines, again, I'm not saying that he's a great player, but he's the franchise quarterback. He's the starting quarterback of the Detroit Lions. Thank you. The starting quarter. I fixed. I fixed it. I fixed it. You know, you've got this this wide array of players who are starting to get it. You have to do something to protect your product. You've got Cole Beasley, one of the biggest naysayers on the whole damn thing, speaking actively out against the rules. Like, there's got to be a fine there. Like, shut your damn mouth. You chose not to get it. Here were the rules for people who didn't get, who didn't get the vaccine. You now have it. You spoke out against it. No, like there has to be, I think that you've got to hit a lot of these players where it hurts monetarily. If you test positive and you are unvaccinated, here is your fine. And the only thing that, I mean, honestly, that, that would work, I guess, so to speak, but these guys, that's the money's going to be a drop in the bucket for these guys. The money's not what they care about. It's the potential of losing the game. Like 
If your team has to, or the team has to play for other ones, no, they don't. For other ones, they don't care about that. Well, if you're Aaron Rodgers and you can't play now, and you know that you're the the Packers, he's just trying to get his own stats up so he can get his next contract wherever he goes. I think, I think what he wants, I think Aaron Rodgers really wants to win a championship before he leaves. So then he can bounce on him and be like, bro, I gave you this. Thanks. Kick right. I'm out. So he he need he needs to play these games because he needs to do it. Um, the Chiefs are on a winning streak. They lose Travis Kelsey, like you know, possibly Tyreek Hill. I mean, there's a lot of guys in this COVID protocol stuff. And if the games don't move out a little bit to accommodate these guys, the ten days to get to be you know tested negative. I mean, but really, okay, let me throw this out there. I understand that these players are getting COVID. Right. All right. I literally just had COVID was terrible. I'm not going to lie. I could not catch my breath. I still was kind of in a little bit of a fog a little bit days after, but I will say this to me, it would be like, if I got a really, 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 really bad, like flu, like, I mean like really bad. Like I cannot explain the type of flu level this would be. And it's extremely contagious. But Uh after my week being sick, I felt like I could do stuff again. So I feel like honestly, even if you put the put a time a time stop on this thing for a little while, a whole year of quarantine damn near didn't stop it from spreading. So what is a shutting the season down for a couple of weeks gonna do? It's not gonna I stop know. it from happening. We're still gonna continue to get it because everybody's doing things like everybody, unless you put them on an the island by themselves for the playoffs, which you can possibly do because it'd be a, a lot less teams. You could you could rent out. Let's say in a 10-mile radius. Think about all the domes. So you could do it in Dallas with no fans. Well, that, and that's one of the concerns is that once you hit February, you can't really continue playing some of these games further on. And I get that, but there are a lot of domes, like you said. So you're almost creating a bubble situation. Yes, you're losing out on the concessions and the ticket sales and the parking, and that sucks. But people are still going to watch it. But what you could do is, let's say everybody that goes to the four locations, Dallas, yep. Indianapolis, Atlanta, and SoFi. You have and something out west? What's out west? The Car- uh, SoFi. Cardinals? SoFi. SoFi. That's the Cardinals, right? No, that's is, is SoFi the Cardinals. I thought it was the Rams. Well, who? why not Vegas? You got Vegas out there, too. Oh, so, well, yeah, you just pick five. Just make it just regional. Like you're yeah. doing NCAA. Champ, like in, the match madness. So you make it regional. You put these guys in a whole location, a couple teams. You got all get practice time at different places. All right. So then you come play your games. You only got four rounds you got to get through. And then you can still have your Super Bowl, hopefully. Hopefully you still be able to have your Super Bowl the way you want it to. But I think that the home field advantage for a lot of these teams who played all year, they want their home field advantage. And they want to play outside because they get the home field advantage isn't the thing that it used to be. Even by like Vegas betting odds, home field advantage is not the advantage it used to be. It's actually like lowered. Like normally, I think you got like like three points when it came to gambling, like right away. Nobody wants to go to Airhead and play. Nobody wants to go to uh, Green Bay and play in Wisconsin, like in the middle of the winter. Like there's a couple places that nobody wants to play. And on top of it, it's outside. So you really can't have those same restrictions because it's outside. And the whole point of it is that when they're in tight, confined spaces and it's closed then that's when all the restrictions come into play. Outdoors, you open it up. So really, in all honesty, they may just have all the places to be outside. Now, you could go down to Tampa and play and it'd be warm. You want to deal with the elements. Or you could play in L.A. But if you end up in the mid, in the, in the, um, in the Northeast, 
either in, in New England or Green Bay, whew, I'm praying for you. Gillette is a bitch around this time. That's what I'm saying. It's it's a bitch once October rolls around. There's snowing in October. I'm over here just looking at the, the various injuries list and trying to see, you know, who uh, – it's it's a lot, you know. But it's not again, as much as you would think. You know, I mean, it's a lot, lot of people. coaches. You got a lot of coaches starting to get. So guess you know. what? When the coaches start getting it, the quarterbacks start getting it. Yep. And when quarterbacks start getting it, then you maybe the receivers they work closely with them. I mean, it's all gonna be a crapshoot. They can't stop this shit no matter what. They already tried it for nine months. They absolutely can't. So then the question's got to be, what do you do? Because it's. So the NFL is a little different because there's more players. Like if it goes through the NBA, you got problems because if LeBron gets it, if Giannis gets it, if some of these super, if, if Steph Curry catches it and they get knocked yeah. out, now you've got a massive, massive issue. But the thing with NBA basketball is if you go back to a bubble type situation or scenario, you could be ready by the playoffs. Like it could go away by the True. playoffs. So you, you're not really in the worst I mean, really, nobody cares about the regular season in the NBA. Like, nobody cares. Like, people care now in the NFL about the season because it's, like, getting close to, like, playoff pushes. But nobody cared. If it was week one, week two, they say, all right, we'll take a week off, two weeks off. It's not a big deal because you're only pushing everything back a little bit because you added an extra week this week. Now, I always thought about this. What if they take a game away? They couldn't because the whole thing is now situated off of a 17-game season. But if you risk the fact of not being able to play the game anyway and they take the week away and you say, hey, playoff standings are going to be what they are right now, the Eagles are screwed uh, if they take a game away. A lot of these teams are screwed because they're in a, in a playoff a playoff race. You know, right. the Giants could possibly throw their game against Washington. I've been hearing talks of that. I would not be surprised. They already put Daniel Jones on the bench for the rest of the season. Listen, I think that they're packing it in. I think they're owe, they owe the Eagles from what they did last year. It could uh, it just could get ugly, man. Now then, they would have to beat Washington both times and beat Dallas and beat the Giants. So they would have to, in theory, they would have. They to gotta win out. win out. They are in control of their own destiny. They gotta win out. But we didn't talk about the game. You want to talk about the game? I would like to talk about the game a little bit as I'm watching. Sorry, I'm. I'm over here. I'm scrolling. I'm trying to make sure I got all of my information out of my bookmarks. And I'm watching Joe Johnson hit a basket this year. Yeah, that's wild. Him and Isaiah Thomas. They're just, play, they're just picking dudes. It's like the big no, three. Isaiah Thomas is going off. Well, he wants a job. So he did, he's basically doing what Carmelo did when he got kicked out of the league, basically. Got ostracized. But Joe Johnson should not be in the NBA. I mean, it mean if he's getting buckets, he's getting buckets. What do you do? You said they can't teach the old dog new tricks, but old dog don't forget the old ones he knew. That's true. All right, so the Eagles win over a football team. Um, what were your thoughts on the game? Because one thing I want to talk about, of course, is Mr. Jalen Hurts. My boy. I ain't going to lie. Okay, so I am – okay, did, can you make me big on the screen and you do that? Come, brother, man, you know I got you in. Go. Boom. First of all, I want to talk to all the Eagles fans. You guys are bipolar as shit. I want to throw that out there and let you guys know that. I think you all need to be medicated heavily. Heavily sedated. I got the happy pills and the pills that made me stop worrying. Like, you need all those pills, Eagles fans. I watched Twitter. Eagles Twitter blow up 
during the game, in the beginning of the game, first quarter, you guys wanted a new quarterback. You didn't like what you guys had. You thought he was a bum. And then by the third quarter, you were all singing his praises, thinking he, you know, was the best thing since sliced bread again. You guys are actually bipolar. I mean, the clinically and literally, like, just don't have common sense that you, that God gave a bullfrog. You just need to relax sometimes. Like, you're not, you're not used to winning much, and I get it. That gets you guys super emotional. You want to make it to the playoffs. Okay, but you never were slotted to make it to the playoffs. So if you nope. miss the playoffs, then it's what everybody thought it was going to be. But if you make the playoffs, then all you'll do is complain about how bad or how bad people treated you when you thought you weren't going to make the playoffs. So just take what you got. Give You guys have a shot. You hold your own destiny. Let it be that. Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback. He's probably the quarterback of your future because there's nothing else out there that's going to come here to play here. Aaron Rodgers is not choosing this place. No, I'm telling nor you. should he. Russell Wilson is not choosing this place. Nor should he. He's on a decline. All I'm telling you is that you got somebody that's willing to work and put the work in. Just hold on to him. Like, what's the point? Like, and if that doesn't work, you still got Gardner Minshew, who was another journeyman. Like, just, just, just figure out. I remember I thought this was a quarterback factory. Somebody told me it was like a baby-making factory for quarterbacks or something. I'm not sure what that means exactly, but. What does it matter? Use the, use the picks to make your team better if you feel like he's not the greatest quarterback. Because a good defense and a mediocre quarterback has worked. Like, honestly, I'm a Steelers fan, and I feel like Ben Rosberg has been mediocre for quite some time. He has. They've, they've, they've extended this and held on to him for way too long. Look, that team is so one-dimensional now, and it's not even a good dimension. No. We're, clear, we're he, clearly in twilight zone. He throws the ball 50 times a game, and they're like, that was a good plan. Well, no, 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 it wasn't. No, that was not a good point. No, look, here's the thing. And I look, I have said multiple times what I think Jalen Hurts is. And here's what it is he is an incredible athlete. Yes. He's an incredible athlete. He now has the franchise record for most rushing touchdowns by a quarterback in a season. Fantastic, fantastic athlete. He is an average passer quarterback. Yes. Okay. But it's his second year. It's his second year. Nobody you're going to get in the draft is better, as I can see right now. Now, in two years, when Bryce Young comes out, that's a different conversation. And I am, you know, I I think Bryce Young is going to be. You only got to wait one more year for him. That's what I'm saying. Not this year, next year. So in two years, in the draft in two years. Um, Nobody in free agency is worth him. You have got, he is last night. He was 20 of 26 for almost 300 yards. The interception was a fluke. The fumble, weird, it was weird. It never happens. The fumble, he held the ball for too long. And what happened? Sirianni got on his ass. And what happened? I want to point out Jalen Hurts responded because it's no more of this namby pamby coaching. I was done with Doug Peterson and his vanilla ice cream coaching routine. Nick Sirianni. I think has developed more as a coach than Jalen Hurts as a quarterback so far. Oh no, I was gonna say the opposite. Really? Yeah. As a quarterback. Yeah, as a quarterback. Because in okay, that game, you, got- you watched them. You in that game, you watched him kind of go through his progress. Like he actually was going through his progression. He like was. He, I would he give was you finding, that. He was finding Goddard, and when he found the guy that he got hot with, he stayed there. And that's something that he didn't do. He was still trying to throw the ball all over the field. He even found Greg Ward on a behind the sh- off 
uh, off the shoulder throw that was beautiful. Great throw. Great, Great throw. throw. So honestly, they, Devontae Smith on the sideline, which Devontae Smith made him look incredible. He on. made him look better. That was a bad throw, though. Definitely was a bad, bad throw. throw. And the Goddard throw honestly was a bad throw, but Goddard just overpowered Buddy and just took it from him. So Great. listen, all I'm saying is we look at this Eagles team, and I've been saying it since the beginning. They want to play for each other. They really do. Like, and a lot of times they say people say, "Oh, they're family." No, these guys are playing. Like, I watched Jason Kelsey. I mean, yeah, Jason Kelsey. Uh, put some respect on his name. Pro Bowler Jason Kelsey. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> I apologize. I repent. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> that guy. I watched him pull a guy for 14 yards out. Yo, on a running play to to spring now Sanders like. This team wants to play for each other. If you're an Eagles fan, you should be very excited because what you're seeing is a team who's responding to criticism. They're responding to bad games, and they're also responding in-game to the criticism because Nick Sirianni followed him, and Jalen Hurts said this. He said, man, I've been waiting on you to do that. I, I You need to coach me. Like, I'm a, I'm a, a coach's kid. Everybody yeah. that was a coach's kid knows what it's like. You get your ass yelled at and you just respond. Either you either you fold or you wilt or you respond and play better. And Jalen Hurts may need that. He played for he played for Nick Saban for crying out loud. He got thrown into a game when he hadn't played all year for the most part in the in the SEC championship game and won them the game. The kid can really play, he can really ball. I mean, is he young? Is he going to make mistakes? Yeah, but I don't see a whole lot of quarterbacks that are doing what he's doing this year. I mean, passing, exactly. maybe not. Like, I mean, passing, maybe not. But he's a winner, and winners win games. Just win that, damn games. I, I, and that's what I'm saying. So I look at Jalen Hurts. So last night was a bounce-back game from the last time he played 23 days ago. He took a little bit of time to get there, but it was a bounce-back game. Fine. What I have seen from Nick Sirianni from the beginning of the year is a going all the way back coach who didn't want to run the ball at all right developed the run game relied on a guy like jeff stoutland to put the best lineman in a position even after you had injuries and then you look at some of the play calls last night they were creative you had darius slay in the backfield you had Devontae smith on the line i think now that he's getting some comfort with it you're seeing the creativity and you're seeing nick sirianni like you said coaching up his players yep so in real time, me, in real time, you saw what you never saw with Doug Peterson. So that's why I'm saying I think Nick Sirianni's development as a coach has been better so far than Jalen Hurts's development as a quarterback. But Jalen Hurts has the higher ceiling. That's and I don't. You know what? I I, I didn't think this until you said that. I think they. They have the same ceiling. Do I think they really? need, I think they need each other. I think they honestly need each other for success because we're going to wait Jalen Hurts' success on Nick Sirianni's game plan, and we're going to wait Nick Sirianni's game plan on Jalen Hurts' ability to carry out the plan. And normally I'd agree with you, but then you look at how Gar Minshew performed in his one start against a very bad football team, but it was a game plan keyed to what Gardner Minshew was going to do well. And I'm and I'm excited. I'm glad that you said that. And that's why I think I love this show with you because you kind of you set me up for some alley oops. All right, you lean it up for me. But in the game against Gardner with the Gardner issue, that other team had no real film on Gardner issue to prepare with. 
So you didn't even know how he was going to look with the Eagles. So that could have been more of shock effect. And that could be used later on in the season as well. We don't even know. And I know everybody's like, well, you shouldn't mess with the quarterbacks. Well, guess what? Sometimes shock effect is going to be needed. He may be needed later on in the year. So all the Minshew mania people who are mad because he's not starting anymore, just hold your tight because it looks like they may end up using him and spreading Jalen Hurts out because that's how creative this guy is. He may bring Minshew out to throw the ball and have, you know, what's called playing in the backfield as a running back because that's how much creativity they, they have with this team. So all I'm going to say is this. I would object to that. Okay. I would object to that because it's it's the overthinking it in that situation. Yes, you can draw up a creative play, but you can do the same thing with Greg Warden. He's an actual receiver. You don't want to put Jalen Hurts out there where he is an exposed wide receiver. No, you can put him at running back. Either way, it's not a quarterback position, so those gloves come off of what you're allowed to be able to do. Greg Ward, you could take that hit. I, I'm not a big fan of the two-quarterback-on-the-field system. Um, it worked with Taysom Hill because Taysom Hill is really a running back. Now they're having starting quarterback games. That's fine. I don't want to see that. I'd rather Jalen Hurts gets the reps and develops through. You want to put Minshew in? Then it better be because we're up ahead by 30 damn points or we're down by 30 damn points, or the season is out of reach. You're going to see this mess in Carolina this weekend because Matt Rule came out and said, yes, Cam Newton is starting, but Sam Darnold is going to come on the field. If they put both of them on the field, it's dumb. I don't I'm not not lose a fan of it for the sake of just doing it. They just don't – I mean, honestly, you got to see what you got in both of those guys. Though. So you got to see right? – so with Sam Darnold, you don't know if you – I mean, you just got Sam Darnold. So you don't know if Sam Darnold's going to be better. I think you know what you have with Cam Newton at this point. You do, but at the same time, Cam Newton didn't have <laughs> – He's been terrible. He has been terrible. I mean, I'm going to lie. He, the first game he had was great. After that was all – it's like it – like, it's like, uh, what is it, adrenaline? It adrenaline. was all adrenaline. It was all, all adrenaline. adrenaline. And it's just kind of fa- – it's just kind of fizzled out. He's got benched a couple of times, even for dudes that's not as good as Sam Darnold. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Huh? I can't fight for it anymore. I just I just think with this, I think with Nick Sirianni getting more comfortable, learning what he can and cannot do. And I think they're giving him some of the reins as well. Like, like normally you would think Howie would be doing crazy stuff. Like he'd be out there like, oh, throw the ball more. Speaking of knowing Actually, where the bodies are. He I think he really is letting Sirianni try some shit, man. I, I just feel like he is. Like he's is is, is are Jalen Hurts making great passes every play? No, he's not. Nope. But he's making he's better also reads. not taking a lot of chances. Like yep. three of those incompletions yesterday were straight up drops. Yeah. Two by Goddard, one by Gainwell. Straight up drops. Very catchable balls. Drops. And that's not and that's not like Gainwell. I, I mean, I seen no, he's got it making back. Yeah, it's not like him. So I mean, I think it's like his production's going down because they've been, you know, these last couple weeks they've been using him less. So I don't know how they're gonna do it. It's I hope, I don't know. It's this this team has been perplexed me all year. I, every time I think I have them figured out, they do something different. Jordan Howard is still playing um, amazing after the injury. Two of them together, Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders is a very very powerful punch. And even if you sprinkle in Gamewell every so often on third downs, because you uh-huh. can't catch out the backfield. Paulson like, Scott though is falling out of favor now. He's just special teams. And I, I got we got to do this too. Speaking oh, of special teams, and this will be our last segment. Oh God. I think we have to have a conversation about Jalen Rager. Oh, God. And specifically. Oh, God. 
how Twitter went aflame today oh, with God. the idea of what it meant to be a real fan. Oh, God. Did you see what I'm referring to, sir? Oh, God. Could you put it up, please? Okay. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, where is the top one? Oh, my God. Yeah, Jalen Rager was absolutely booed. Miles Sanders says, stop booing the players. We put our heart and soul into this. Yep. I actually commented on this as well. I got, I've, I've got some of my. my I'm trying to on. find it. I you just got to go to Now Sanders page. Just go to Now. Sanders. It was on the Miles Sanders page. Yeah, he he's the one who tweeted it. Are you talking? You're talking about the the one person who uh, was like, "You're not a real fan if you boo." Yeah. Let me see if I can find it. I was not prepared. I hadn't saved that one. Hold on. Do we know him, right? Maybe. I commented on one of those one of the one of ones from. Well, so go back through your things. So for me, um, let me see if I can find it. It's somewhere in here. Regardless, what basically happened is we were told, um, yeah, and Adam, if Jay, if Rager had a dough for that touchdown, he would have had a touchdown. If he had dove, he would have had a touchdown, but then he didn't. So there we go. Basically, what happened is this. Jalen Rager, who for weeks has been on the absolute shit list, the absolute shit list, um, had a couple catches last night. Now, the effort still wasn't fantastic, but had a couple of catches. Yes. With that being said. Oh, God. I'm finding the Twitter thing now. Go ahead. With that being said, somebody, and I'm, I'm really, we're both trying to find it really quickly here. Somebody went on this big thing about basically if you are a football fan at all, you need to shut up and stop booing these players. All right. And, and, and you're not a real fan if you boo players. I don't necessarily I don't necessarily not agree with that person. That you're not a real fan if you don't boo players? No, I'm saying I, I think you aren't a real fan if you boo if you boo, boo your own team. Like that's weird as shit. I think if you boo your own team and you're letting them know, like, hey, we expect something and I need you to kind of uh I can't find it. It's like it's gone or something. Somebody must have I, I think I'm getting close, so give me a minute or so while you talk about that. All right, so my thing is when you're a fan, and, and I and I love doing this because the Eagles fans are really notorious for this. It's a part of that bipolarism that we talked about earlier, earlier the non-clinical type of bipolarism. But it's like you boo the dude, and then in three seconds later, when they do something good, you're cheering. And then if somebody else talks shit about your your the person you just booed that doesn't belong to the Eagles fan base, you get mad at them. But you just booed them and said it was trash, like. No, you don't. It's not that. It's not like big brother, little brother. Like I can talk about you, but nobody else can. It doesn't work that way in this. Like when you go out here and you boo these players, when I know that you sit on your couch all day long and eat more Cheetos than I do and have a bigger belly than me, you cannot move. Like I don't get. I don't want your. I don't want your couch, couch Twitter, um, 
coaching or your couch Twitter booing, like, or you're in the stadium booing these guys because of what exactly? Like, they made a bad play. Like, you weren't booing when they got the score tied 10 to 10. And then for the rest of the game, you didn't boo, but you booed about that. Like, get out of here, dude. Like, I understand people spend their hard-earned money on these tickets. I get it. But at the same time, like, nobody's coming to your job at McDonald's when you make a shitty burger. They start booing you from the checkout counter. No, they just tell your shitty-ass manager that you made a shitty burger. Like, that's what happens. And people move on with their life. Like, these guys get booed. They get talked about, ridiculed. They start going viral on social media. When you make a shitty burger at your job or you mess up one of your TPS reports, nobody's on there talking shit about you in like your your guy from your job isn't getting on Twitter as soon as he leaves the job. He's like, hey, this dude's a shitty worker. Like nobody's doing it. So these are these people's jobs. Like, why are you getting on here and continuing to let that shit ruin your day? The game was over. You're basically watching grown men play a children's game, and you're mad that they didn't do one of the things that you because you don't pay their salary. I just want to throw that out there. Everybody swears that they pay their damn salary. I pay your salary. Like when I was in the military, everybody used to be like, it's like, we don't believe in that because we pay your salary. Well, guess what, asshole? Most of you people don't pay taxes. Most of you people get tickets given to you. Most of you people yep. scout tickets. Like, so I don't want to hear any of that. Why well, you pay your salary? Like, dumbest shit I've heard. I guarantee you. So here's my only thing about this, right? And I am a very passionate fan, but with me and I feel, and I think we've had enough conversations that you would agree that I'm a very realistic, fair fan. Yes. Fair fan. Right. Yes. I love my Eagles. I passionate about them. I'm, but I look at things as objectively as possible. And I'm, I simply report what I said. That's why I'm like, Jalen hurts is not a great quarterback, but he's an incredible athlete with room to grow. And a great leader, by the way. Great leader. Phenomenal leader. That's why he deserves another year. Here's my issue with when this came out. Okay, let's do it. For the last couple of weeks, Jalen Rager has absolutely sucked. Yes. That, like that is, that is very to fair. a supreme level. All at the same time that Justin Jefferson was doing Justin Jefferson things. Oh, God. You're about to go there, aren't you? You as a teammate in Miles Sanders and Darius Slay, wait until he does something, anything, has a well, catch or two. They didn't really boo him. It was visible booing. Like when he before did before you wrong. finally step up and say something. They've been booing him for months. I know, but he wasn't like they're the not, level. They're not of saving. Booing. They're not saving uh, JJ or Sega Whiteside. No one cares about JJ or Sega Whiteside. But that's my point. That's my point. JJ Ortega Whiteside has only played like four snaps all year. When you went to New York and it was a mostly Eagles crowd, and Jalen Hurts had an absolute dog crap game and they booed his ass off the field. Where were the defenses then? You're you're you waited for Jalen Rager to have some sort of game before you finally defended the guy. Okay. And I'm with you. I was with you until you said that Jalen Hurts got booed and they did nothing about it. And they just let him get booed. Because that the argument that you're making is they waited him to do something. Jalen Hurts had great games all season. He's had some great, sure. really great games. So sure. I don't I just think they're tired of it. I just honestly I honestly believe that big play slay, you know what I'm saying? And I think that, you know, Miles Sanders, I think they're just tired of the chatter from our own their own fan base. I really do. I think it's I think they've gotten tired of it. I think they're a spoiled fan base. And they're just tired of that shit. Like, 
before Nick Foles, you didn't have no championships. Like, literally, look at that. Like, before this dude came, BDN came on the scene for the second time around, there was no championships here. It's just a, it's a bipolar, it's a bipolar thing. Like, Two of the guys that are on. Look, we've booed Ben Simmons out of an arena. We've booed Carson Wentz out of town. Like, it's this is not new information. That's not what we do. And you and I were kind of teetering around when getting to this topic, but you've got dads standing up for him. These sports dads. Yeah. And I'm down for it. Rager, he's a grown ass man. Okay. You convinced Adam, so that's possible. I, my, and, and my thing is with when it comes to when it comes to these fathers, I'm gonna be honest with you. There's a couple fathers in the different sports that we've historically given a bad rap for. Serena Williams and Venus Williams. We kind of gave Michael Jordan's dad. He got a bad rap when he was speaking up for Michael Jordan. Uh, Tiger Woods' dad. Any of these uh, now, now the Tiger brothers. Woods the dad. Yeah, Tiger Woods the dad now is now speaking up. It's just like anybody that that is against the common opinion and they're going to stand up for the kid. Like, listen, I'm telling you this right now. When my son starts playing basketball or my daughters or my, my son or my sons or my daughter start playing, say something about my kid in those stands. I'm effing you up. Like I'm just, we all got it in us. These players are a team. I already said that this morning, like already earlier today. This Eagles team is probably closer than any Eagles team they've ever had to deal with. They've had to deal with the most scrutiny. They are probably really, really good friends. They probably hang out all the time outside of the game. They take that shit personal. When you guys go into these stadiums, drunk or not, talking your shit, a booing, throwing stuff at people, whatever it is. There's a line you don't cross. It's just a simple fact that these Eagles fans believe that they have that right. It's that's how crazy it is. Like, what has given you this right? How many chips do you have? You don't see Steelers fans throwing shit at Ben Roethlisberger as bad as he's played for the whole year. When when Claypool got up and did first down and ended up losing the game, like he got a little hate, but nobody booed him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Juju was dancing on other people's other people's things last year, and nobody booed him. Like, you need to learn common sense, Philadelphia. Please, like, learn how to. It's also about production. Jalen Rager has zero production. And that's fine. But he didn't ask to be drafted number one or in the first round. That was and that's the thing. You have to at some point separate your feelings of the well, he's not Justin Jefferson. We, you know, the Vikings, the Vikings draft room laughed when we we And how do you know that Justin Jefferson would have been as productive here? He would not have been as productive here. Because think about it, Devontae Smith is a surefire number one draft pick, right? And he's having the trouble producing here. He's having trouble producing because we're turning into a running-based offense, and he cannot get separation off the line. Why? Because he's too small. He is too skinny. And I literally said that today. I was like, the only problem with, with him is he's going to take about a year or two before we see him really, really explode. Jamar he's Chase got, He's got to bulk up a little bit, and he's got to learn the NFL game. He went from Alabama where he just ran by everybody. And then had ball thrown in his vicinity. Plus, you had other exceptionally fast wide receivers and talented NFL caliber wide receivers on the field all over with him. So it was like, pick your poison. Devontae Smith was 100% the right pick. However, you look at a guy like you know Jamar Chase and you see some serious numbers. You well, look you at what Justin that- Jefferson did last year. You saw serious numbers. Okay, so there's two things you need to take in consideration. One thing with the with the with the Jamar Chase situation is look at the physique. 
Justin yeah. Jefferson, Justin Jefferson was a little bigger than than the um than uh Demonte Smith, but but what people don't understand about Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase took a year off of football to get his body right. He looks like Megatron. Like he literally looks like that. He's built like a brick shit house. Like what do you like? That's why he's having success. Nobody can jam him. Nobody can push him off the line. If anything, he's pushing them. I think he's got more offensive damn pass interferences than defensive because nobody can seem to do nothing and with him. And he runs better routes. And look, let's call it like it is. Jamar Chase is currently in a pass-heavy offense with with a excellent throwing quarterback. And he has another guy on the other side that is also as equally talented in T. Higgins. And, Correct. And Boyd. So Justin Jefferson has the exceptional Dalvin Cook in the backfield. So you have Thielen. to keep players in the backfield with him. Thielen. Him a little open up over top. And Thielen, because you can't, you have to account and for And Adam Thielen. So you have got to go out and get somebody else for Devontae Smith. You have because I mean, honestly, every year we do this. We say the shit about the, you say this shit about Jalen Ray. We see him in preseason. He's catching balls with one hand. He's jumping up over people. Preseason, and bro. We, but we saw him do something similar the other day. He went up and got a ball that Jalen Hurts threw when they were in the red zone. I think we've seen glimpses. The only problem what I don't think people understand about this Eagles team is they're really freaking young, like so young that the most tenured person on your team is J.J. Ortega-Whiteside at receiver. He's the most – And how about this? You want to talk about level of health and consistency, right? You know that Jason Kelsey, like, never misses a game, knock on wood. He's at, you know, the 180 consecutive games. The next closest was Landon Dickerson with 11. I thought it was Malata. No. Oh, my lot of games. He missed that one. Yep. Landon Dickerson with 11, and now he's out. I said this on Twitter. I said that the Eagles' offensive line has been a revolving door for the last three years. Uh They've had players in and out like chess pieces. And to the offensive offensive line, um, Jeff Scout is a god. He is somebody who we need to be looking at and saying, you have saved this team, good sir, because the things that he's been asked to do with the moving chess pieces to even have kept the quarterback upright has he been to this offense what Jim Johnson was to this defense all those years ago. That's a big statement. I like it though. I'm because without Jim Johnson, we don't ever have those playoff runs and Super Bowl appearances. Without Jeff Stoutland, we do not have a functional football team. That's fair. And the fact that these guys are running all over people. Yeah, over 175 <laughs> yards for eight straight games. My favorite thing was that they said we're like the 1985 Chicago Bears. That was the biggest compliment I've ever seen. We have been and, waiting in Philadelphia for the running game to come back. And guess what? And guess what months we're in now? We're in the heavy running. We game. in run months. In the run months, like these are months where you, the receivers have no hands. Their hands feel like ice chips. They're, they're, you're, everybody's catching like Aguilar. Like, I mean, it's like this. Everybody's doing it. So right now, is they're kicking in the, the high gear. Your running game is on, like, I mean, on fleet, like the young kids say. Look um, at some of these teams that are having a lot of success. You have your running. Indianapolis Colts with running. your NFL MVP, Jonathan Taylor. I'm not saying that. I will say it. I don't want to give the Colts any type of respect right now. Neither do I, but you've allowed Carson Wentz to not have to do anything. Dude, can we talk about his stat line last week? 
five of twelve for eighty-seven yards. And, oh, and guess so what? Great. And guess what? People said, "I was. I, I wish. I, I wish we would have had the show." But when this happened, people were saying, "That's why we shouldn't have got rid of Carson Wentz. Look what we got instead." I said, "Jalen Hurts has outperformed Carson Wentz in damn near every game, throwing and running." <laughs> do what? He hasn't had to do anything. Like he just. And even when he is throwing, he's still throwing interceptions. So it's not even like. <laughs> People want their narrative to be fact. Oh, God, it's so good. I can't even. People want their opinion to be fact. Yeah, and you cannot, cannot force, you cannot force opinion to be truths. You ever heard the saying, you cannot force a circle into a square peg? Like, <laughs> Can't do it. Square peg into a round hole just doesn't work. It's just or the opposite way. You can't do it. It's impossible. And that's what we're doing. Like that's what we do. Like as me becoming a brand new Eagles fan, I would so so to say. Like, but you're realistic. That's why I am so appreciative of you being on this show with me because it's you see a lot like I do. It's aggravating, Chip. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's aggravating. I'm a Steelers fan, and right now I'm watching my team burn to the floor, damn it, every week. But we find a way around, and they're not running it; they're throwing it to the floor. Oh, just he's throwing so many times. I think his arm might actually fall off. But I'm just watching. I'm I'm calm. I'm not booing. I'm not constantly going to Twitter to rip these guys apart because I know what it is. But instead, I'm watching Eagles fans. Go to Twitter every game and say they want a new quarterback. Well, who is it? Is it Gardner Minshew? Because soon as he soon as he screws up, you're going to be asking for the next guy. But it's why Howie Roseman has had the factory open for all these years. Because we're never satisfied with the quarterback. And it's not like the guys like. But like Adam says, Carson gave us a first round pick. He did, but he almost didn't. I, it was real shady there at the beginning when he had to go out for that foot. Like the first week there, I was like, oh, here we go again. Porcelain Pastors back again. But and and that's what's gonna keep him healthy in in the in Indianapolis. Having gonna, that run game, absolutely. Yeah, they got two guys that can run on Naeem Hines and you know uh Jonathan Taylor. And that's what they're gonna do. And will it win playoff games? Probably not. Because they play in a double. I think it man. could, but the issue is that when you do have to make that third down throw, Carson Wentz can't do it. He doesn't have anybody to throw the ball to. Like, even if. Yeah. And now they're doing so you well. T.Y. Hilton's not the answer still in 2021? Uh, like, he's 175 years old. He looks like Rip Van Winkle. Hell no, he's not the answer. <laughs> um, I, would, I, would, I would venture to say, though, I would venture to say that if they kind of F themselves because you gave away your first-round draft pick because – you wanted Carson Wentz, but now you can't go get a receiver for Carson Wentz to throw the ball to because everybody that's yeah. good is worth it is going to be gone in the second round. This is a wide receiver heavy draft, a defense heavy draft. I just, I, I agree. I just, I, I just, I, I think that when this is all said and done, I think the Eagles won this, this, this draft, this, this trade. They absolutely did. But I think you and I won this night. That's how I feel. I feel good, man. That was a good show. Can you move us back around so we can? There we go. I was feeling weird. Right. I was tipped for too long. I was drip. It was awesome. Real quick, statement games, fun free twist on fantasy sports. Make sure you're checking that out. Make sure you're checking out the AATSportsNetwork.com slash shop. Manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. I didn't want to warn you that time. 
I know. I, I know. You really got me. I just like Use the AAT birds for 20% off and free shipping at checkout. Symbol.com stock market for sports. Code is AAT sports. Uh, all about the birds is lot terrain luxury watches. Use the code AAT birds at checkout for 10% off. Funkbrewing.com and make sure you are liking, subscribing, sharing. We're trying to build up that YouTube following because the Twitter is just the worst. Um, we're right back here tomorrow night for the All About the Birds weekly report. We are talking to another Giants fan because uh, it's a short week, and we're right back into it. Friday's Christmas Eve, but we have birds, beer, beers, birds, and BS. And then Saturday we go dark because it is Christmas. You got any exciting plans? Uh, just family stuff. I'm gonna probably tune in tomorrow and look at my creation on your beautiful. It's screen. so pretty. It is very pretty. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be tuning in for that. I'm gonna, of course, do all the Christmas Eve stuff. You know, I'm gonna eat some cookies and drink some milk and uh, put out. We convinced our eight year old that Santa might be a little bit lactose intolerant, so he's gonna leave us some wine this year. You don't want to be drunk during the presents. Fuck yeah, we do. Listen, the last time I got drunk with my wife, Julia came. <laughs> I guess. I the wine is divine. You got to get yourself a guy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I got that done now, but. You That's know. what I'm saying. I got myself a Joey Gladstone. You know what I'm saying? I cut it out. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, we're dads. We're going to get canceled off the internet. No, we're not, because people appreciate us. You know what? People appreciate the honesty, the fun, the laughs, and the actual conversation of this all. What about Sunday? So you ain't saying nothing about Sunday. Day after. Uh, there's an Eagles game. Oh, yeah. There's an Eagles game. We're going to do a little post-game show. We're not away this week, so we are just doing post-game. Hopefully, uh, after an Eagles domination of Jake Froome. I would like to be invited to one of these post-game Deal. You available? I mean, I'll make time for you guys. You know, you know, right, coming on. You can have, uh, hear the immediate reactions. Oh, yeah, of my thoughts. And, um, yeah, guys, I just want to let you know, I'm, I'm calling it right now. Um, JD Oracle's still here, and he's saying that the Eagles made the playoffs. They're going to win out, even though the Giants are going to throw the game against Washington. Uh-huh. They will still win out. They will still get to the playoffs. And they will beat the Cowboys because the Cowboys are going to sit all their players out in the, that last game. I'll take a Cooper Rush victory, and then we'll play them. And you'll the get a really round, play and that'll be a battle. Because I think that's how it's shaking out. Don't you think? It is. We're going to be the if, if we get in, we're going to be the seven because there's going to be a bunch of teams from the West in. Mm-hmm. And uh, it can get shaken up. I think if somebody loses, you guys can actually move up to the six spot. I, I think I, we, I need San, we need San Francisco to really take a dip. Yeah, they and they may, they may, because Jimmy G, J, porn star Jimmy, might make 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 it happen. I don't know he keeps relying on Debo. He's gonna be okay. I know, but Debo, I saw Debo play a lot in college, and he played at South Carolina, and I, and I think he's gonna shit the bed like he always does. Yeah, probably. Yeah. All right, I'm Chip. I'm Drip. That's fun. I, I was trying to figure out which way the camera went because I was on this side for so much longer. You got to do the opposite. I always learned that you go the opposite of where the person is, and then to do it. I'm Chip. No, you hey, didn't win. There you go. <laughs> we'll see you guys tomorrow night. Be safe. Be good. Wash your hands. 